what up everybody and welcome to another episode of the black expat podcast my name is carl and i'm excited to be rocking with you guys for yet another episode i am back i am black and i am the black expat and i'm excited to be here with you guys today again have a lot to talk about but i'm gonna keep it short i'm gonna get right to the point i got some feedback you know and you guys are like oh i love your build-ups but sometimes i just want to turn on your podcast and just and just get right to it so i am you guys know if you tuned into the previous episode that this is my my word of the year is expiration right so i'm titling this you know the year of expiration for me so that my podcast will be tied to that theme, but it's also tied to an even bigger thing, right? Something that I want to continuously work toward because I had a rough, you know, past three years. There was a lot that went on. And I'm not going to get into the details of that because I do that often, but I had a rough two years. And this year I decided to, you know, put me in things that I do, right? Not necessarily put me first because I feel like as people, you know, we are communal. It's important to take other people's feelings and perspectives into account, especially loved ones, people you share space with, dogs, things like that, right? Uh, so me first is good sometimes, most of the times even, but it's always important to, you know, to be self-aware, to understand how what you're doing impacts others around you, unless you're isolated, in which case, put you first, do what you want to do. So for me, it's just happiness right? Choosing to be happy. I talked about this before. You know, you wake up sometimes and you're like, man, I woke up in a bad mood. Uh, it's kind of a choice. If you woke up and you're feeling weird, like I said before, go out, walk, get some sunshine, get some sunlight. But changing your mentality and your approach to things really does help. And it's so far, we're in 22 days in January. It's really been helpful for me. Just being positive, not just saying it, not just thinking it, but actually practicing it right? You can say you're going to do it over and over again. Like I'm trying to be more positive. It's no, it's no more trying. I am being more positive. And what I say and what I think and what I do and how I eat. There's been times this week where I didn't even want to go to the gym. And I'm like, why not? Oh man, I'm just tired. I just don't feel like it. No, that's my mind telling me that my body was fine. And then when I got my butt up and I got to the gym, all the energies magically appeared, right? So it was just mental for me. A lot of things were mental for me. And I'm trying to really turn that around. And expiration is what motivates me. It's what gives me energy. It's what gives me content and things to talk about, right, on my podcast. So it all made perfect sense to me. It all made and makes perfect sense to me. So where did I start? Where am I starting? How am I doing things? Um, I've mentioned this before. I didn't go into detail, so I am now. The way I used to travel... Now that I'm being reflective, the reason why I'm still able to title this podcast The Black Expat Podcast is because my 10 years, my 11, 12 years of living abroad in Taiwan, right from age 20 forward, right, shape who I am. I still have that mentality. I still miss it. Just yesterday, I was at a party celebrating the Lunar New Year, and people were just talking about some, some of our friends had just visited Taiwan. Some people had, you know, they're married to a Taiwanese woman, so they uh, had went a long time ago. And I was just listening. I was like, man, these are all things that I kind of took for granted in Taiwan. They're talking about how amazing the 7-Elevens were and how convenient it was. And it made me miss it. I, I had a lot to say, but I didn't want to dominate the conversation because, you know, one of my better friends, he looked at me and said, man, you live there. <laughs> 
He's like, I can, I can only imagine how you're feeling. And I think he kind of picked up on my energy because I, I didn't want to, I did want to comment, but I was like, damn, I missed that. I love my family in America. I like America. I appreciate the country I was born in and the benefits. I talked about this at nausea. I'm not going to get into that, but I missed it. I'm like, man, I actually miss it. And I'm dealing with it, right? I'm, I'm progressing through it. But the reason why I'm able to, you know, still stay the black expat, because now I'm in the second half of that experience. And who knows what the, the third, the fourth, and the fifth half of that experience looks like. But for right now, I'm in the second half of that. I built a life in Taiwan. I'm building a life in America. But does my path lead back to Taiwan? And, well, that's a bigger question for another day. But most importantly, I get to catalog that experience on the back end. Some of the things I'm saying, you, my, you know, the people that I have that are American, you know, my audience that is American, they're like, oh, this, you, sh you should know that. You should understand American work culture. You should understand healthcare. Don't make no damn sense here. You should understand that things. No, I don't. I, I, I'm still learning. I, I don't know a lot. I'm still figuring things out. I personally feel I should have a higher role in, 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 in companies I want to work for that I've applied for. Not the current one, but the ones I, I applied for. For some reason, I said I'm unqualified, but I'm like, well, am I now? I was a leader and director for years, but it doesn't translate to here. That's, that, that was a reality check for me. So where I wanted to start and I wanted to understand was how I traveled, how I experienced things in Taiwan is just different than here. Abroad is different from here. And really tackling that. And I just started with something very simple. I just had an experience and I want to focus on this because I have a YouTube video that is talking about the experience itself, but it was just hostels. I have a podcast about hostels detailing, and I made it five, six years ago, how amazing and great hostels were. Are, not were. I don't know how they are now post-pandemic because I haven't stayed in one since the pandemic. But I had a podcast talking about how great hostels were, how much of a money saver they were, right? How you could still spend a little money abroad and stay in a hostel and have the things that are most important to you. For me, what was most important in my hostel experiences were cleanliness, accessibility, convenience. Cleanliness was always number one. I could stay in any multi-room, multi-person room, dorm. I didn't care. If it was clean, I didn't care. In Singapore, stay in the dorm with 16 people. It was clean and all get out. Not a stain on the sheet, not an awkward smell. Bathrooms were clean regularly, regularly. Like imagine as a 28-year-old adult, no matter how old you are, thinking about staying in a in a hostel, a dorm style hostel. Oh no. From an American perspective, oh, I can't do that. Some of my friends are like this. I'm not saying everyone's like that, but they're like, oh no, I don't know. I need a hotel. But why? And but again, on the flip side, that was me. I ain't staying in no hotel. I'm staying in a hostel. I'm saving money. And I and I am still learning how to budget travel in America. But what my experience so far, and if you have ideas, hit me up on Instagram, YouTube, whatever, to budget travel in America and stay, and stay at clean places. Maintain that level and that expectation that I've experienced and that I want and that I need to have a comfortable travel experience. I'm having trouble finding that. Yeah, you get deals, but deals are usually for things that are too expensive. They're probably at the end of the day, aren't worth it unless you're looking for a, that specific type of experience for that specific deal. Hilton Hotels, all-inclusives, things like that. So far, that's what my experience is telling me. 
And I loved hostels so much. It fit into my budget. It didn't matter what the flight cost because I knew in certain countries, because I was going to so many, that, oh, no matter what, I can afford a nice place to stay. I don't have to sacrifice one of the most important things that could ruin my trip. Imagine, and this has happened before, I visited a country and I stayed somewhere, and you know, and you're, and you're staying somewhere, and it's so dirty, you don't feel you can brush your teeth without a bottle of water to swish around in your mouth. You can't take a shower because it's just stains and bugs and uh, you just can't uh. And I was stuck somewhere where I couldn't do that. I'm not gonna say where. I don't wanna, you know. No, it was Cambodia. But um, and again, there are many people who had much better experiences. I just had a bad one, right? But imagine that. Just it would just ruin it for me. And I'd be damned if in America if I spend hundreds, dare I say, thousands of dollars for an experience, and that happens. Oh hell no. And I know you're like, oh, you can just pack up your bags and leave. But then think about how that affects your time, the overall experience, what you're looking to do. There's no amount of comps. Okay, maybe there is. There's always a number, right? But there's it takes a lot of comps to make up for my time, my lost time, my time back. I don't get those vacation hours or days back if you have a job like that. Everybody doesn't have unlimited PTO. It's important to understand that. So what, what am I getting to, right? So what am I working up to? The hostile experience I just detailed worked for me. Expiration. For my for a very special occasion, my anniversary this year, um, we went to the Fairmont Austin, right? It is a gorgeous, beautiful hotel, luxury hotel in downtown Austin. Rooftop pool. It's heated and it has a hot tub. I got very lucky. It's January and we went and it was 80 degrees. So Bay was out there sunbathing. Getting all the, you know, tanning a little bit. I was tanning, not on purpose though. Um, you know, it was it was great. Drinks on the rooftop. Um, it was an amazing experience. What I do like about this particular hotel experience, I'm gonna have more. I'm gonna talk to you guys about it. You know, when you tell someone, oh, it's a special occasion. In hostels, I don't remember doing this. Maybe I did it one time, but it was like, oh yeah, congratulations. Okay, go check in. But um, you know, we were greeted with a bottle of champagne. You know, some snacks, some candy, a handwritten letter, handwritten, not typed uh, in detail. It wasn't like, oh, happy anniversary, signed Fairmont. It was like a personalized letter. And granted, I work for a travel company, so that's a little bit of a perk. But they do that for everybody. But I still felt special. They actually called midway through my experience and asked, how's it going so far? You liking your room? Is anything more I can do for you? Now, I know in hostels, those of you guys that have visited them, you know, it's like, go to the front desk, and they're also as nice. But it was preempted, right? They they did it themselves. I didn't have to ask for it. I didn't even have to look like I needed it. It was just there. And it was a beautiful hotel in downtown Austin, walkable to the water, to rooftop bars and rooftop brunches and all these amazing things to do that were so close. And honestly, not even that experience. Expensive. We had a complimentary BMW S7 to take you within one mile of the hotel. Not an all-inclusive. It's a regular hotel. Nice, four-star, regular hotel, right? Bars and restaurants all inside. Rooftop pool. Wasn't even crowded. Like, I've been there before in the summertime. Hot mess. People everywhere. Little kids. Everybody in the pool. Gross. Yeah. But <laughs> it was great. I did a only there for one day, a one-day staycation. To celebrate a, a, mon a momentous occasion. It felt great. It felt different. I didn't know how I was going to feel. 
be honest with you. Because I usually only stay in hotels since I've been in America when I'm at a conference. When I'm home visiting family and it's like, uh, there's two people in the house. Uh, I need to get a hotel. Right? So I get a big one. Not like, not like you know, a more fancy hotel. It's like, oh, I'm going to stay in this, what is a Homewood Inn and Suites. Something like that. I, I need a kitchen. I need space. Right? I'm not going to the hotel to have an experience. I'm going to hotel because I'm creating my own experience. You know what I mean? When you create your own experiences, you go for a specific purpose. I need this room because it's cheap and it's big, right? At Fairmont, I was going there to that hotel to have an experience, for them to give me an experience, right? And at, and at hostels, I kind of did a combination of that too. But through this, but not as intentionally, you know what I mean? It wasn't intentional. It was, it served a very specific purpose, cheap, clean. Anything else was a bonus. But with hotels, at least here in America, specifically at the Fairmont in Austin, I had expectations. I needed stuff. I needed you guys to make me feel great. My room was upgraded, champagne, not so busy, plenty of recommendations, complimentary car service. It was great. And honestly, I did some things that were for me, for us, because I was celebrating us, obviously. But I put me in it. I like good drinks. So he went to a restaurant that had good drinks. It was a secret, hidden bar. It was called Here Nor There, that you could only get a reservation a certain way. They had to approve it. It's max 15, 20 people in the bar. Max. Great. But the cocktails were exquisite. They were amazing. Friend picked us up. Like, it was, it was everything. But I put a little bit of me in it, too. So how happy was I? Very. I went on a Wednesday. I felt rejuvenated, truly rejuvenated, excited, looking forward to my next hotel experience. I cannot remember the last time I've said that. When's the last time you've said that? I'm looking forward to my next hotel experience. Now, I didn't just, oh, stumble upon a whole bunch of money. I planned for it. I did a little bit of extra work to make a little extra money to cover the costs. I didn't want it to be a burden. I didn't want to live beyond my means. Instead of saying, oh, I got to live below my means and miss out on life and save up, I agree with that. It's great. It works for some people. But also what I don't want to do is miss out on life when I can be proactive and still do that saving, still live below my means. But if it means getting up at 5 a.m. to Uber for two hours to make 100 extra dollars or what, what have you, so that way the following week I can go out and do something fun, still live below my means, still save money, still plan for the future, but still appreciate and live in the present. I will do that every time. Life is short. Tomorrow isn't promised. Honestly, people don't like saying it, but we're getting older. I'm not going to be able to do what I do now in 10, 15 years. Well, I take that back. I will be able to do what I do now in 10, 15 years. I will just feel differently. Not saying I'll feel bad or old or 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 broken down, I'll just feel differently. My responsibilities will be different. My mentality will be different. What I enjoy will be different. So I want to do more of what I enjoy now, now. That is expiration to me for this year. I'm done saying later, next time. Instead, I'm saying, oh, how can I make this work this time? Making a plan, doing extra. People might like, oh, you get up 5 a.m. do Uber. To... Yes. And what are you doing? Same thing every day? Again, that may work for some people. And it worked for me for a very long time since I've come back to America. 
just surviving each day. I don't want to survive each day. I want to live and experience each day. That is what expiration is. That is how I felt when I lived abroad. I don't want to lose sight of that. I will not let myself backslide into that. No matter where I am, I can have a lived experience that I control. And everybody doesn't have that luxury. I didn't have that luxury. So I lived vicariously through others. I let them take me there. Hence the title of this episode. I'll take you there. For patrons, uh, in the past, they've said, hey, I'm going to give you three, $400. Sounds crazy, right? $300. I want you to go and experience this because I can't. Just document it for me on YouTube. I ain't asking y'all for that. Don't get it twisted. I'm just saying. Right? It's okay to be inspired. It's okay to, to look and want to do something. And if you can't do it, find someone who is to inspire you even more, not to make you jealous, make you angry, to inspire you, to figure out, man, how am I going to make this work for me? Whatever it is, I'm going to do it because I see what it could be. And I can achieve that. I believe in you. I believe in me. And if you can't take yourself there, I'll take you there. Not going to lie, y'all. I tried that out. All right. You know, i I was just trying something. I wanted to end with the I'll take you there. I kept looking at it on my screen. <laughs> Y'all know me. I'm super authentic, but I will, though. Um, but yeah, thank you guys for tuning in to yet another episode of the Black Expat Podcast. I hope you guys had a great time. Don't forget, subscribe to my YouTube. I am dropping YouTube shorts um, three a week. Check those out. And also, there's a link in this video to my YouTube channel where I show you the Fairmont Austin. Right. So check it out. I'm just showing my room, the rooftop pool, everything I talked about. So, again, nothing fancy. Just want to, you know, connect the dots, connect the content, if you will. And hope you guys enjoyed it. Again, thanks for tuning in. Tell a friend, share this podcast. I want to become a full time podcaster. If you know somebody in radio or media, that'll just, you know, hire me. I'm, I'm cheap. 140, 150K. <laughs> but thanks for tuning in to yet another episode of the Black X Pack podcast. My name is Carl. We out, chip.